time for the Joy Business Report. Coming up, Bank of Ghana saved $2 billion of reserves due to external debt suspension, with government set to secure favorable deal with bilateral creditors in the coming weeks. Also, banks record 41% growth in profits to 5.7 billion cities as of August this year. And the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industries welcomes hold in the policy rate, but calls for a reduction in the lending rates going forward to cushion businesses. I am Amisi Yamiche Thompson. Details now. The Bank of Ghana has been able to save $2 billion of its reserves due to the external debt suspension by government. Governor Ernest Addison disclosed this as a news conference in Accra. Judge Refi has the rest of the story. Governor of the Bank of Ghana noted that this has impacted positively on the country's international reserves ending August this year. That obviously is a major relief to the balance of payments uh, and a major relief to the economy as a whole. Dr. Ernest Addison has also been given some indications on how the current negotiations with external creditors will pan out and how that could impact on the country's external debt stock. Discussions with the external creditors, both the bilaterals and the bondholders are ongoing. We expect the discussions to be successful and our debt service payments will be significantly lower at the end of the discussions. This is still privileged information so I cannot share it with you. This is what the governor had to say on the Ghana Stabilization Fund and timelines for full takeoff. Fund has been set up. The government's contribution, we all know, it's 500 million US dollars. The World Bank has contributed 250 million dollars. Hopefully in the next week or two, I think the details about, you know, how the funds will be disbursed will come out. On the rising non-performing loans for most of the commercial banks in the industry, the governor of the Bank of Ghana believes we might have picked as a challenge could be over soon. Going forward, first we have to deal with the macro. We are saying that the environment has stabilized, so the situation cannot get any worse than, than, than where it is. When it comes to the city's performance, Dr. Ernest Addison believes recent forex measures, as well as the IMF program, has contributed heavily to its time. Judge Refi with that report. Now, the Ghana City is expected to record mixed performance this week as the market anticipates positive outcomes from the International Monetary Fund's first review of the $3 billion extended credit facility this week. The local currency gained 0.22% against the dollar last week on the retail market. Ghana's monthly bill for refund oil import surged by 492% month on month to 2.423 million last week. Analysts expect the higher oil import bill and the resultant increase in foreign exchange demand as a risk to the foreign reserves in the near term. Now the currency market, the city is going for 11 cities, 57 pesos against the US dollar on the forex or retail market. It is selling at 14 cities, 60 pesos to the pound and trading at 12 cities, 40 pesos to the euro. Now, banks operating in Ghana recorded strong profitability in the first eight months of the year. According to the Bank of Ghana, the banking industry recorded a profit of 5.7 billion CDs as of August this year. This represents a 41.4% growth compared with 26.5% a year ago. This morning, this report. Profitability indicators improved with return on equity and return on assets all going up sharply. Similarly, 
net interest income increased sharply by 37.9% to 13.5 billion cedis, while net fees and commissions went up by 27.3% to 2.9 billion cedis. The key financial soundness indicators also remained broadly stable, whilst liquidity indicators for the industry improved during the period. Capital adequacy ratio adjusted for the regulatory reliefs was 14.2% in August this year, higher than the revised prudential minimum of 10%. The industry's non-performing loans ratio, however, increased to 20% in August 2023 from 14.3% a year ago. This was attributed to elevated credit risk associated with lagged effect of the macroeconomic crisis in 2022. The Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industries has welcomed the hold in the policy rate but calls for further reduction in the lending rate going forward to create an enabling environment for businesses to borrow. Its comments is coming at a time the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana kept the lending rate at 30%. Speaking to Joy Business Chief Executive Officer Mark Beduabwaji said the cost of doing business is still high, hence a reduction in the policy rate will go away or go way down to cushion businesses. Mind you, we have seen uh, electricity and water tariffs also going up in recent times, which all feeds into the cost of gas. So we haven't really seen uh, significant um, improvement in the cost of being busy. That is what we are looking for. So as I know, our hope still is that uh, by the end of the year, policy rate will come down. We don't also expect that the utility tariffs and the uh, appreciation and other things will come into further um, uh, cost and increase in the cost of production. I mean, if cost of production is high, the obvious reason is that substantial part of that will be transferred to consumers and you and I are going to suffer. So we are, we are not um, hoping for anything that will further worsen the plight of finance. The Association of Ghana Industries says the cost of power is still a major challenge to the manufacturing subsector. According to AGI, the 1.9% contraction of the industry in the, in the second quarter of this year could be attributed to the high cost of doing business in the country, high utility tariffs, among others. Providing some recommendations, the Greater Accra Regional Chairman Chonam Akpalu lamented that businesses are suffering due to the high electricity tariffs. Hence, there must be a deliberate policy to protect companies. On top of that is, is the cost of power, as we've always mentioned. As I speak, the, the cost of power is in excess of over 16 cents per kilowatt hour. And mind you, power constitutes about 30% of the entire production cost. So by the time you list all of these costs, compared with utility prices and so on, it's difficult to produce. So you realize that it's only very few businesses that are able to survive uh, survive these hard times. And it is crucial that government take urgent steps to ensure that industry receive specific attainable support. Otherwise, we are unable to produce the jobs that are needed for the many young people that are employed. And so AGIA is firmly of the view that we require an urgent action to focus on industrialization. Because as it is now, a lot more people rather prefer to import finished products than to produce locally. 
Players within the hospitality industry are unhappy with the number of taxes imposed on their operations. This they say is grinding their businesses to a halt. According to the managing director of Kisma Grooming and Spa, Masikone, government should be deliberate in supporting businesses through tax incentives. She spoke to Joy Business at the unveiling of its new ambassador, Anochi Wasewa of the multimedia group. It's, it's a lot. I mean, I would first talk about the taxes. I always say our hospitality is not like uh, food or drinks that people take. It's, it's a luxury. You get it. So unless people are uh, comfortable with the basics that they can come in to, you know, get any service at all. Well, that was Mercy Kony, Managing Director of Kesma Grooming and Spa. On Investor Eye today, if you suspect an investment arrangement to be fraud, never go ahead to engage the company. Don't also provide any personal information to any suspicious investment company. Let's listen to Head of Technical ICT and Digital Forensics at the Economic and Organized Crime Office, Amankwa Atta. When someone feels they have received an investment message, that could potentially be a scam. There are several steps they can take to protect themselves. One, do not respond to the message. Avoid engaging with the sender or providing any personal or financial information. Two, research about the sender. Look up for the company or individual who sent you the online message. Check for any negative review or report of scam associated with your name. Three, verify the information. If the message claimed to be from a reputable organization or financial institution, contact them directly through their official line. Four, watch out for red flags. Be on the look for common signs of investment scam, such as they offering you guarantee of high returns with little to no risk. Head of Technical ICT and Digital Forensics at the Economic and Organized Crime Office, Amankwa Atta. Now to the commodities market. Crude oil is selling at $92 a barrel. After going down marginally, gold is trading at $1,913 an ounce. After losing about $2, cocoa lost $82 to open trading at $3,496 a ton. And that's it for the Joy Business Report. I am Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. Yeah. She is, and she's back tomorrow with more. Mamiesi.